Hello. Hey. Sorry. It's like opening in a in my browser, not the apps, and I don't know why, but I guess I guess this works. Does it sound okay? Yeah, it still sounds fine. All right, Ooh. hi guys. Welcome back to a humble whore. I'm your host Leanna, and I have brought Rachel back with me, and we're super excited to talk about our subject today. But I want to say, I like I told Rachel right before we got on this call that I have been on like personal friend calls and acquaint like people I haven't talked to and just like catching up with a bunch of people for like the past five hours so I'm super <laughs> excited for this to be kind of the last like big push of conversation that I have for the day are you exhausted I feel like I love talking to you know all of my friends and catching up with everyone but I always feel so exhausted after like no, a day I'm like exhausted. that you know yeah, I talked to my friend in Virginia Beach who's, like, moving with her boyfriend uh, to a whole different state. And then I talked to, like, a bunch of my Spanish friends and, like, got all the tea with that. Um, and then I talked to, like, one of my friend's wives and was, like, talking about some, like, deep topics of conversation. And then I talked to another old roommate of freshman year. So it's been very wholesome but very tiring. <laughs> Dude, you have friends that are married. I just Isn't have wild. One. It's just one of my boyfriend's friends. So we actually caught up with them last night, which was super nice, like a very impromptu conversation. Um, and then she and I just continued the conversation this morning. So I feel like there's been there's a shift coming in my in my future, you know, not that I believe in all the horoscopy stuff, but I just have this feeling that once again, something different is like change is about to happen. So I'm trying to like figure it out and prepare myself in a way all your friends are just gonna be married that's the change we've hit the age where everyone (laughs) is just married with kids well I think only well maybe now three of my friends four of my friends are married but I met a couple of them I met a couple out of the four (laughs) that were already (laughs) married or just about to be married when I had met them so that's so wild I don't know about you I'm definitely not old enough (laughs) like there's no way (laughs) Rachel's gonna be 40 plus and, and people are gonna be like down. why aren't you married or whatever and I'm gonna be like I'm not old enough like you guys <laughs> yeah. like in what world am I mature enough to make that big of a decision with my life I'm I'll never be there and no, I'm and okay with that I think it's so crazy because they're so like when people I think the general population thinks about marriage in like western society they think of like romance and weddings and all this like traditional stuff but there's so many different sides to marriages, whether that's, you know, they're doing it for the finances, for the children, um, they're doing like they have a ceremony or they don't courthouse. I think there are so many different types of partnerships to be had. And like, people just don't talk about it enough. Um, so that's going to be a later episode. Like I have a recording with, uh, scheduled in the next couple of weeks to talk with, uh, men from the UK and like her experiences in dating in the Indian culture. So I think that'll be super exciting. I would love if you did an episode on like sex after marriage. Exactly. Like, I, I would listen to that. For no, yeah, sure. we're Maybe gonna, my opinion would change. Yeah. And we're going to have an, I wanted to have an episode talking about just sex in general, like whether it's better single or in relationships or how it's shifted in both. And cause I think there's just so everyone's sex life is different. And I think one thing that surprised me is when I was in college and one of my friends, she, they were both super good looking people, you know? And so on the outside, looking at them, you'd assume they'd have like crazy sex, that they were perfect, blah, <laughs> blah, blah. 
but they hardly they seem to hardly have sex and like their relationship dynamic was very different than you would think or that people would probably assume so I think it it's just really fascinating um, how you change as a person and then also within a relationship Personally, I love having sex with people that aren't like, you know, that are in relationships. <laughs> oh, yeah, that are in relationships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say you were just saying like um I you know, like you have friends that are super attractive but like their sex lives aren't like crazy and like personally the mm-hmm. best sex I've had are with it's with people that are not like I guess by the book. Like you want to point them out on the street and be like, yeah, that person's really hot, you know? Exactly. Um, it, you got to kind of go for like, no offense, like the uglier looking ones, because <laughs> it is true. They try harder. Like I try very hard depending on the person. <laughs> right? Like I try really hard. <laughs> I'm just speaking about myself. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel and I wanted to talk about like, because of course she's going to be like, a normal or regular on this podcast and so we were just kind of brainstorming ideas mm-hmm. and we wanted to talk about like embarrassing moments or moments that people think are embarrassing and she had come up with a couple ideas but one happened last night and it's not embarrassing for me because like I'm very comfortable in my relationship and as normal as that should sound I've talked to a couple of girlfriends who aren't very comfortable with like bodily functions in their relationships or maybe their partners aren't but anyway, last night I was getting the, like, the shit beat out of me <laughs> during <laughs> sex. I mean, it was a good positive, you know, experience. But I, we literally, it was funny because we both just had to take a shit, like, right after. Because we sat down, like, I went to the bathroom, like, you know, squeezed all the cum out of me. And I, like, I got, sat back on the bed. And, like, my butthole was just like, uh-uh, you got to get back up. <laughs> <laughs> so I ran to the bathroom. And then I came back from the bathroom. And he had, like, ran to the bathroom as well. And we both just had this moment where we looked at each other and we're like, okay, <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> I think that's, like, a that's like an interesting story because, like, you guys have been together for quite a long time. So, like, you know each other and you're probably, like, very comfortable with each other. But, like, a lot of that time you spent apart and then you went yeah. from, like, being distant and getting to hide all of that, the ugly bits, to, like okay the ugly bits are here oh I'd like to say he would hide the ugly bits but like he would just tell me how he like splattered the back of the toilet <laughs> after all his co- after all his food like all this shit that like I mean I tell everybody as well which is surprising to like guys who hear me talk about it but um I think we're very lucky in having a very open and like candid relationship with our bodily functions we had this that. like ongoing joke and what well, wasn't a joke it was like a mission when we were <laughs> traveling Europe to see like who could annihilate each other with like the last fart so-, <laughs> so we came out we both came out like still breathing we're still here in Hawaii but there's there's not many boundaries we haven't crossed so that's probably the one thing like that I'm in progress for we're in route <laughs> it's pending <laughs> it is and I did like I had a talk with Morgan and I did purchase some like anal uh, anal bead stuff. And I think I talked about it in a previous podcast, but I have yet to use it. Um, I'm still waiting for it to get here. So, you know, I think I should try it first. And then when he sees hopefully how hard I come, then he'll be like, oh, well, this is a good idea. So, <laughs> Oh, well, proud of you. Look at you taking yeah. initiative. But anyway, so if you have to shit like after sex or maybe even get that feeling like during sex, sex is completely normal. However, I wouldn't say it's normal. You shit on them, 
but don't be <laughs> Which afraid. I've heard that too, though. I've heard I've heard people are into that, and it's like if if, if there's two people like con- into it that are yeah. you know consenting adults, like whatever. I don't. I'm gonna go on record. I'm not into that. I yeah. You know, I've put some thought into it. I'm no judgment is passed, but don't poop on me, please. <laughs> <laughs> And I love this particular episode that we're doing because I feel like the episodes with Rachel so far have been, like, very informative. Like, we've added some bit of humor, but to really open it up to how Rachel and I, like, talk whenever we, like, catch up (laughs) um, and it's not informative, it's very much like this. We're not just, like, spewing facts at each other. (laughs) I know. Like, we are licensed uh, Planned Parenthood associates. (laughs) Doctors, actually. (laughs) If you will. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, so I I feel like, okay, as far as embarrassing stories, I don't have that many embarrassing sex stories. Not because I'm perfect, but because I refuse to be embarrassed in the bedroom. Like, (laughs) I'm with you. Like, fuck that. Like, okay, whatever. Sounds, bodily fluids, whatever. That shit happens. And I would hope that whoever I'm having sex with has, you know, the maturity level that can, like, handle that. Because if that happened to them... I'm not going to, like, make a, you know, cause a scene or make it a big deal or whatever either. Mm-hmm. But I asked my roommates, I was like, hey, I need some embarrassing stories for this this podcast tonight. And I was like, I don't, I can't think of any. And my roommates were quick to clock me. Oh. <laughs> they they uh, provided some really good examples. Um, and I think, uh, oh, my God, I think probably the most embarrassing story that I cannot believe is going to go, like, out into the world permanently it's probably uh at pride last summer so pride in new york is always a fucking hot mess right like everyone's drinking there's millions of people hanging out it's a a big old party um this past summer it was international pride or like whatever so it was like new york city was like massive there was like an extra like six million people in new york so regardless it was a giant ass party I had been drinking all day. Um, some lesbians got me really high. And then we went to this place. <laughs> <laughs> we went to this place where um, uh, it was just like a place to kind of sit down and take a break. It, it was like a the period of time in between day drinking at brunch and then going out at night. So we were sitting mm-hmm. at this place and having drinks. And I was just getting progressively more drunk. Mm-hmm. And the server, she was a very attractive girl. And... Everyone at the table that I was with was just like, oh, my God, Rachel, I think I think she's into you. And I was like, no, you guys think? And they were like, yeah, yeah, you should talk to her. And I'm like, oh, my God, do you guys think that she's into me for real? Like, you're getting that vibe? They were like, of course, like totally gaslighting me. Like, this (laughs) server was not into me at all. (laughs) And I, I like she was taking our order and I was like, hey, by the way, are you at all into girls? And she was like, oh, no (laughs) I literally was like okay but like throughout the day as we were sitting there the more drunk I got like I just kept forgetting that and then the combination of like my friends being like like trying to hype me up and be like no no no, she's totally into you I shit you not like this was probably the most like predatory I've ever been and I feel so bad about it but like everyone's leaving the bar and I'm still convinced that this girl wants to talk to me, even though she has said that she doesn't <laughs> like she was being very nice to our friends and even like asked to come out with us later in the night. So it wasn't like wasn't that okay. bad. Like I wasn't like creeping her out. But 
anyways, all my friends left. And as we were leaving the bar, I just decided, nope, I bet this girl wants to talk to me still. So my drunk ass turned around, walked back into this restaurant and sat on the floor waiting for this server to come over and talk to me. Oh my God. And like the rest of my friends that I was with, like realized I was not with them. So they like (laughs) ran back to the restaurant and like extracted me out of there. All right. Post your child of consent. Literally. I was like, Oh my God. I, I like wanted to write a letter to this person, which would have been even more creepy, but like a letter of apology. (laughs) Like you do not need to see me ever again or nor will you. I will never come by your place of work ever again. But you were here for me again in this letter and I will sign my name with (laughs) my number. It was so bad. Um, But like, I will like caveat, like she did like, she got the numbers of my friends and like asked to come out with us later that night, like whatever. So I, I, I don't think it was that bad. I was just not hearing it. And I, oh my God, I just, yeah, that's probably the worst. That is the, yeah, I've never been more embarrassed. <laughs> like, I think there was this one time and I don't know if it was embarrassing because I don't know if there was like a scenario for it to be embarrassing because I don't, here, I'll give you the story. So anyway, this was back when I was single in Richmond and um, I was talking to this one guy and like he and I had hung out a few times. And so he came over to the house and it was during summer, I think. So for some reason, I had like a sweater on in the house with the shorts on, thought I'd be cute. So we started making out on my bed and me having a like knit sweater on started sweating <laughs> <laughs> profusely while we were just, you know, casual, like level two, like making out, not even like that I would get wet from. And then on top of that, so ever since like, you'll, you'll think this is funny, but when Rachel and I were in middle school, we went to this like Chincoteague Island type of like small island where we learned oh about yeah so when I we forgot learned about, about uh, like eco-friendly things and one of the main like points of conversation they drilled into our head or like mottos was like if it's brown flush it down if it's yellow let it mellow and so since then me being like an eco-freak I have lived by that so I don't always when I have my own room or like Even now, like, I don't always flush every single time I go to the bathroom, like, when I pee, because I pee a lot. Like, my bladder's super small. So, anyway, I had gone to the bathroom, and at one point of the day, before this guy came over, I had taken a shit, and I wasn't sure if I, like, remembered to flush. So, when he came into the house, like, before we made out or whatever, he was like, oh, can I use your bathroom? And I'm not sure (laughs) if he has witnessed, like the shit I took or not and to this day I will refuse to message him and ask but it's funny because like a year later he popped up again on my radar because my other friend was fucking him and then he popped up again because another one of our friends had matched with him and I was like girl like you can go for it but I'm just so like there's so many obstacles that just pointed to a no for me. And when I met him the very first time, he knew my cousin. (laughs) And you're just like, I just want to know if this guy saw my poop. (laughs) Or if at least like he smelled it. Like I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. (laughs) And people always like, oh yeah, like my poop stinks or like my fart stinks. And like, it doesn't smell like anything. No, no, I am not one of those girls. Like I'm a hefty shitter. Girl, I'm vegan. 
yeah like, well, there's that <laughs> i'm a vegan shitter but I'm i am i just naturally <laughs> smell gross exactly earthy, earthy is the word i used to describe musty musky like <laughs> so oh my God. there was that and then of course there's obviously the infamous queef which like i don't know what guys expect when you're literally pumping our vagina our dry vaginas full of air like what do you expect to happen i'm just gonna say this right now my vagina is not dry it's never dry I mean, you Always. can queef when you're dry and when you're not I'm dry. Joking. I'm just thinking of the times I've been dry. I have a friend who can queef on command, and I was telling her about this podcast, and she like really, really wanted to be on it. No, to oh my prove god, that I she can do it. it. Oh my god, yeah. Maybe that's, that's a like, good like guest in the future. Exa- well, like connect her with me because we'll definitely have her on it. And like Maddie, for instance, speaking of like on command, I swear she can like squirt on command. Whoa! So, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot. I, and I think one of the episodes I talked about, like, how I've tried to make myself squirt, and it just turned into this, like, bloody mess. And I think I messaged you when that happened in, like, the group yes. chat with Nick. Yep. All right. I tell Rachel, like, we just send each other, like, nudes and our bodily <laughs> functions and just obscene things. <laughs> I think it's funny because, like, that particular group chat, like, um everything me and Lana, yeah me and Lana have another friend that we've been friends with since we were like 13, 13. whatever <laughs> and the three of us like it's me and Lana and um this guy who is a guy and we're all in group <laughs> chat and we just send the most absurd things in this group chat and I swear people think like like if someone saw that like the amount of nudes that get passed back and forth like they just like the sheer amount of nudity in that chat like you would think like something's going on but like you just have to also pay attention to how much like disgusting shit goes on in that group chat as like, well. Like, bro, I woke up to nuts like on my screen <laughs> with a small, pale, pasty hand covering them. I was not prepared, and this was before. This followed after Rachel sent like this like pretty hot like topless like naked photo, and I was like, okay, we appreciate that. I like clicked to the next photo. It's like pale, pasty, small, shriveled nuts, and I was like, I, I need to leave. <laughs> That's that's why I like our friendship dynamic. You just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Literally. And I'm here like, Lord, like thinking about converting to Christianity. Just, oh, God. Just to have the opportunity to say, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> to whatever God. Like, oh, my God. Um, anyway, but yeah, like, embarrassing queefing. stories. Um, I've never been embarrassed about a queef. Like, fuck you. If you're going to be a fucking child. Go hard, like, bitch. Yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I don't fuck, you know, immature boys. I don't that know, would, Rachel. That would make one... fun of a queef. Okay, true. But I would say she does fuck guys who have cheated on her. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that one out there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you had to have had that one coming. You know, I made the bed. <laughs> You definitely made that bed. <laughs> it's okay. Fuck, fuck that guy. You know, I'm a, I'm a different person. And but I can same... say honestly, today, in this, this, this person that I am today, I do not fuck immature boys. <laughs> yeah. But at the same <laughs> time when this was happening, like, I was at dinner with her and the guy she was dating at the time who had, like, cheated on her. And... Yeah, I was in New York having dinner with them when I got kicked out of the apartment of this, like, let's say, like, sugar daddy I decided to go visit in New York. So my track record isn't the best. And I remember texting Rachel, or I was at dinner, of course, with her. And I was like, 
Uh, so Rachel, um, I need to leave because he just put all my shit outside of his door. And I'll explain that story. Well, I guess we have time. So basically, like, I will have an episode on kind of the sugar daddy, sugar baby thing because I did dabble in it. And so this was one of the times where I guess I had taken it a bit more seriously, but I had met this guy who lived in New York and he was more around my age. He was like upper 20s. And so for us talking, it seemed a lot more like dating normal, what you would call uh, like normal dating. And so he had offered for us to like get to meet each other and like spend a weekend together. So I went up there and he like took me shopping and like all this shit. Like, damn, I miss those shoes. Anyway, so things didn't work out clearly as like we had both hopes for them to I think I was a little bit more detached than like he expected so that did not take well to him and he like threw me out of his apartment or like threw all my shit out of his apartment uh kept the lingerie he had bought me (laughs) at dinner so yeah I literally had to change my bus ticket to like 11 p.m that night and like head back to Richmond but you know what I was not well I was embarrassed but I really should not have been embarrassed I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you're embarrassed because it's like you feel like regret from the decisions you've made, you know, kind but of. it's like you can't control what how people treat you. And if they're going to be yeah. assholes, that's on them, you know? Yeah. First um, I was like, hmm, how did I get here? Then I was like, oh, wait, I did a step by step thing to get here of signing onto the website, talking to this man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Um Speaking of, like, a good, like, rejection embarrassment story, so post-breakup with with the guy that had cheated on me, um, (laughs) so just to, like, really boost my confidence, uh, this story happened. Um, Me and one of my good friends, I was at home in Virginia in Fredericksburg visiting family, and some of my friends who were in the area from college were like, let's go out to a bar, and I was like, okay, I'm not really, like, in the mood to, like, you know go wild but I'll go like hang out with people um so I'm like standing there talking to my friends and one of my friends is like making out with this dude and I'm standing there talking to our other friend literally about some like I don't know like Lord of the Rings like theory and like alternative endings or something like the the nerdiest fucking shit like not even paying attention to anyone else in the world she's like me and this friend from college so the other friend that was making out with someone at this bar is like, I'm going to find Rachel like a, a rebound person and like have her make out with someone. She's all sad from her stupid ass relationship. Uh, <laughs> so she went out and found like this dude's friend, this, and maybe there's too many characters going on, but like the guy that she was making out with was there with the friend. So mm-hmm. he, I can see this all happening across the table that I'm standing at. And she points over to me and she's talking to this guy, like trying to like hype me up. And the guy's like looking over and she goes, oh, like, you know, that one right there. And it's pointing at me. The man literally, his face like went cold. And he put his, he put his hand up to his like face to cover his face and like walked away quickly. (laughs) Oh my God. And I have never felt so rejected. (laughs) Like, you know fuck the, fuck the the dude that like cheated on me in that whole relationship i have never felt worse than that moment of when a stranger was like ew no i was like i didn't even ask for this like, i didn't want to come it was unsolicited too <laughs> unsolicited i'm having a good old time talking about legolas and like <laughs> who should have played him in the film like 
hey, I think that they made like a pretty good choice in what is it, Orlando Bloom? Yeah, I know. Actually, he I was think pretty... it was fine. Yeah, yeah but anyway. we can get that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> anyway, we'll have a random one on Lord of the Rings and what you think. My limited <laughs> knowledge. I would love to actually. That'd be really funny. You just like spewing bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have no idea what the fuck I was talking about. That would be really um, funny. I don't like think. It... Okay, wait. <laughs> I don't think I've had any moments where that I that really stand to mind. And maybe that's just because I'm like used to rejection. Or <laughs> there's this. No, I don't want to put it that way because I there's. I think in some articles, it's always like, you know, women aren't used to rejection and men are, which I kind of agree, of course, with the way that like society has kind of built the dating and like romance world. Guys do typically get more like rejected more than women because they hit on like their partners more often than like, say, women do. But I think I have like a pretty if not like I leaned more more towards like finding actively like searching for my own partners or like people to hit on because first of all, I get to vet them myself <laughs> and second of all because like I just I kind of go based on feelings like I always approach a person with just a normal conversation and then within the first like couple minutes or 30 whatever the time being of you talking to them you can kind of gauge if there's an interest or not and from there then I make my move so I'm completely fine with hitting on people you don't like and wait after they've rejected you at their place of work when all of your friends have left and Push oh, the, well, we don't do all that. Push the boundaries no. of being a I kind of like slide. I like like slide my card on the table, like casually, like pass like a pussy ridden hand across their nose to see if the pheromones oh <laughs> line up. Um, but no, I'm fine with being rejected because. I don't know like there's so many other people in the world like you're gonna get hung up over this one dude who probably has a shitty ass credit score right no you're absolutely right like I shouldn't be embarrassed at all about being rejected plus but I totally get it like being embarrassed is fine yeah I would have been embarrassed for you like (laughs) thank you thank you so much (laughs) specifically unsolicited too I just I'm over here I like have you been out in Fredericksburg no because it's shitty it is shitty so you know what the scene is. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. there in, like, a fucking turtleneck oversized sweater. Oh, well, that's why. <laughs> like, loose-fitting jeans. <laughs> like, well, that's, like, your signature look. That actually looks really good on you, though. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's what I needed. <laughs> I needed you at the other end of the table. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have... Ch- he was probably ugly. He was. He was, like, you know, Fredericksburg chic. Had like the Masio oh. cat and like shorts below the knees. So I don't even know what Masio cat is. I honestly, I'm not even really sure either, but that sounds right. But you know what I mean the shorts below the knees type guy wasn't no, interested. Okay. I wasn't interested in him. So, dude, if you're that's listening, what you should have started with. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, dude, with the shorts below the knees, I am interested in you. <laughs> Boom. Also, if you're if you are a straight man and you're wearing shorts below the knees, please wake up. It is 2020. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't know that was like a thing about the shorts above the knees. Does he your boyfriend wear shorts below the knees? No, he does not. Well, yeah. I haven't. He doesn't, but I, I never bothered to look. I guess if I had seen him wear shorts below the knees, I would have noticed it and been like, that's got to go. But he has pretty nice dress like 
he has pretty nice style and like we took him when we were in europe together i took him shopping around like zara which was bad like fast fashion <laughs> but i did a little like european outlet style change on him and he looked he looked good man my throat cavity opened up like, that <laughs> night like i have never swallowed dick like i had well okay last week was also really good too but you just have those moments where like normally i'm not saying that like every time you suck dick needs to be amazing or every time you suck dick like isn't i'm just saying like there are some nights where you like you go so far down and like your throat opens up so much that with while still maintaining the proper like circumference of tightness (laughs) that it comes out like already like kind of mucusy or wet you know like the Mm -hmm. good sloppy so yeah that was a horrible way of framing it in a very sexy, like, I was trying to frame it in a sexy manner, but basically, <laughs> there's just all that, like, really sexy mucus. mucus. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was ready to go, like, it was great. Oh, my God. I love how this went from, like, don't wear shorts below the knees to, like, <laughs> is mucus hot? <laughs> like- yeah, we covered so much. We we literally talked about, like, sugar daddies, our whole, like, unsolicited, <laughs> unasked-for friendship of our, like, freaky group chat that <laughs> is, like, concerning to, like, basically, I don't know why you didn't just give them your fucking home address with the Fredericksburg, Virginia at this one specific bar. <laughs> hey, I didn't call out the bar, and I don't live there no more. But if That's you are true. in that area and you go to any of the bars, you will see... Weird plenty thing. of men with shorts below the knees so if that is your thing you're in the right place i guess i don't even know what i when i think of guys i don't even know i i guess i don't even associate clothes because i can't even think of like the you last do, time though. well no i mean i'm trying to think of like all the outfits my boyfriends wore and i guess jeans have never been a part of it it's mainly just like athletic shorts or uh he wears yeah shorts above the knee like khaki ones what do they call them what was the new name Chubbies? for those? Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There's, like, some name that I'm very, like, I'm not very fashion for it. But anyway, he has pretty good style. Uh, or else it's just very simple, like, white dad, like, barbecue, t-shirt, <laughs> pants, shoes, <laughs> underpants, <laughs> okay. sometime, boxers okay. sometimes. <laughs> I see. <laughs> and that's pretty much where we're going to end it off is that his style's okay. But basically, the whole point of this podcast was don't be embarrassed or like it's okay to be embarrassed about certain things. But for the most part, like the guys who are judging you or maybe even not judging you at all have no space to and just stop giving a fuck. <laughs> right. Because look at us. I know. We've been embarrassed and we turned out okay. <laughs> Mental health, like. Not quite there, but hashtag mental health. (laughs) Sex positive. Like I'm just a slutty housewife who doesn't even have a ring on it. (laughs) I have two cats. I'm what? What does that make me? Slutty regular person. Slutty vegan with like low bowel control, (laughs) with an earthy smell. okay that's her new okay all right we're wrapping it up so if you want to let us know any feedback or just want to just trash talk us some more feel free to slide it yeah feel free to slide into my dms like there's really not much going on other than that anyway uh we'll have rachel on obviously as soon as possible the next time but instagram a humble whore and thanks guys see you later thanks